Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day. We thank you for all the good that you have blessed us with in this past day. We thank you for a good night's rest. We thank you for restoration of health and strength as we slept, the restoration of our energies, for removing of all the tiredness, the physical, the emotional, and also spiritual. We thank you, Father, that you are doing a new thing for us every single day. And in the times when you are silent, we know that you are working on us, on our integrity, on our character, to shape and to mold us into your image and likeness. You are teaching us something. And every morning you call us back to be in your presence. You renew your mercy for us. So that no matter the mistakes out of our vulnerability, our weakness, you are there to pull us out. You renew your grace for us, poured into our lives. You give us your own spirit to build our strength, to build our boldness, to build our fortitude. And you give us wisdom and understanding through your word, so that every time we ask for a solution, every time we ask for direction, every time we surrender that matter to you, you are ever willing to point us in the way of light, in the way of revelation. And we share your peace and your joy, Father, that you pour into our hearts right now with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. With all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and those that have no one to pray for them. We also share it with those that are Christians that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. And we ask for a quickening in their spirits, in their hearts. That they are able to see the truth. They are able to see your light and your glory. And that truth, that revelation brings freedom. <coughs> So as we make our prayer this morning, bringing all our petitions, all our concerns, all our limitations, as well as all our failures, all our crowns as well. And we call on your name, knowing that everyone that calls on your name shall not go back empty-handed, shall not return in shame. The one who is the lifter of men, the great I am, the creator of the universe. The ancient of days, the God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. The God of hope and patience who is a consuming fire. Takes all our limitations and works on it like the blacksmith. To purify and to give us a new image, a new face. And we pray in the name of your son Jesus. The one who restored all that we have lost in the father through sin. Our rock, our refuge, the foundation on which we build our Christian experience, the word himself who became flesh and dwelt amongst us and now through that very same word and revelation dwells within us. Through his spirit he dwells within us. The one who holds the key of David so that what he opens no one can shut and what he shuts no one can open. He is the door to the Father. 
And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of truth, the spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit. He is the spirit of victory, the breath of the Father. The one who heals our backsliding, the one who is given here to be with us even unto the end of time. Just as Jesus said, he will never leave us. One who reveals the deep and secret things hidden in the word. That based on those principles, we might be able to rise to a position of abundance. The one who is sent on that assignment to mold us back into the image and likeness in which the Father originally created us. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with your Son, your Word, your Spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer that we are able to legally authorize you. Not beg of you, not request, but legally authorize you to step into our realm. Our cares, our concerns, all our challenges, all our problems, all our storms. And you point us in the right direction. You fight the battles on our behalf. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny helpers. You have blessed us with family, with friends. You have blessed us with your grace. You have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. And we shall lack nothing when you are our shepherd. With that understanding, we call on the name of Jesus. For everyone that believes in our heart and speaks his word on our lips in faith shall be saved. This is what your word says. And we thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the provision of all our needs. You have blessed us with everything that we need in our life. And there are so many things we take for granted. We want to get down on our feet and thank you today, Lord, on our knees. Out of that gratitude in our heart, by humbling ourselves, so that all those areas where we worked out of our pride and we thought it was our skills, our talents, our achievements, our abilities, where we thought ourselves better than others, we surrender it all and ask for forgiveness. Lord. And thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for being our provision, for being our source. We thank you, Lord. When we make our prayer, as we make our prayer in our and work on our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus as also. Every person that is part of this prayer meeting and this praying family called by your name, Holy Spirit. Every member of every family that is part of it, we cover by the blood of Jesus and declare it as our spiritual barricade, our hedge of protection around us in the spirit. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And also proclaim the power in our word, in our spoken word, recognizing and remembering that every word that we speak out of your word is spirit and is life. It's capable of giving life to any dead situation. With that in mind, with that life and death being in the power of our tongue, Lord, we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. 
It says, as the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of each of our mouths this day. And we declare that it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it when we send it in faith in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Today, I'd like us to reflect on that hedge of protection, that wall around our families, around our prayer group, our community. And just as in the ancient times, on that barricade are set watchmen. In Matthew 24, verses 42 and 43, Jesus says, Keep watch because you do not know what day your Lord will come. Most importantly, in verse 43, he says, but understand this. If the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. The question for us is, are you keeping watch on that fence? on that wall around your family? Are you a watchman for your family? It doesn't mean staying awake at night, but it just means being more alert. What did Jesus really mean here? The thief comes to steal, but often comes at night. Night here symbolizes a time when we are not alert. A time when we have let our guard down and are relaxing. We do not see the advances of the enemy under that cover of darkness. And he can create that darkness as an illusion in our lives, a disillusion. Where we are focusing on something else. Where we are too busy in a different direction. That is one of the prime reasons why we pray against busyness in our prayer every morning. Because we are looking somewhere else and he sneaks in quietly on a different pretext. That is the night. And because of that limitation and the possibility of the attack, we are called to be extra alert during the night. Especially when your prayer life is getting stronger. They can see your spiritual energy growing. So the first intention there in their warfare is to pull that spiritual energy down. To find ways and they will study your nature, your behavior to see where is that weak point that they can use to drain your spiritual energy. The night can be your regular life with all its busyness, all its activity and then suddenly you are caught off guard. You will attack when the time is right and when you are most vulnerable. In the parable of the weeds as well, in Matthew 13, verse 23 onwards, Jesus says, the enemy came and sowed weeds in the night when the men were sleeping. This is exactly why we are called to stay awake in the spirit, be alert at all times and not sleep, not rest, not let our guard down. 
so that we can identify that oncoming attack far off. And that is where discernment kicks in. We need to be alert to protect our Christian experience personally, but also our family and our prayer group, the greater fraternity that we are part of, our Christian community. The enemy will always seek to disarm us by cutting down our prayer life, by creating strife within the family so that you are too busy or you have made a mistake. Every time we sin, it also drains our spiritual energy. That is what the enemy is seeking to achieve there. Proverbs 25 verse 28 says, Like a city whose walls are broken through, such is a person who lacks self-control. And that is one of the most common ways the enemy will use to attack. They will look at the areas where we lack self-control and instigate. For example, if a person is more vulnerable to anger, they will seek to find ways to make the family itself instigate that anger so that the person out of anger says something to the family, has sinned, has hurt others at home, and in the process, his walls have been broken down. Sometimes they will attack through the family, through our children. At other times, the enemy will seek to attack the watchman himself so that the one that is praying, the one who is that protective umbrella over the family, the one who is generating that spiritual energy that keeps that hedge of protection up and standing, that keeps the wall from being broken, and they themselves are attacked, then the wall is easy to break down. And so most vulnerable to attack. What do we do? We need to become watchmen for our families. What is the role then of a watchman? Typically, a watchman stands atop that wall. This is how it has been in ancient Israel and reflected in many places in the Old Testament. He stands on top of the wall of the town and keeps watch for incoming enemies and their attack. He sounds the signal for defense. He discerns whether it is a visitor or it is an enemy. And then sounds the signal for defense. He helps repair the breach in the walls. And he carries God's vision to his people. Isaiah 21 verse 6 has the Lord say to Isaiah, Go, set a watchman. Let him declare what he sees. And in subsequent verses after verse 6 there, you see the watchman staying alert on his watch and reporting. That reporting takes place in your place of prayer. For that reporting and watching, the discernment is important. In Isaiah 62 verse 6, it confirms the Lord saying this, where it says, On your walls, O Jerusalem, I have set watchmen all the day and all the night. They shall never be silent. You who put the Lord in remembrance, take no rest. So the watchman receives a word of revelation from God and he is expected to intercede. It says there, you who put the Lord in remembrance, 
take no rest. Keep on praying for your prayer group. Keep on praying for your people. Keep on praying for your community, for your family. Pray unceasing. What else does a watchman do? He also alerts and engages during an attack. It is because of such praying and interceding watchmen that their families are protected even if the family doesn't pray. It is that one praying person that then becomes that umbrella of protection over them, the watchmen. There are some that do it for the whole prayer group. They stand as watchmen on that entire group, that entire larger family. But you must be the watchman for your own family and for yourself. Constantly covering and protecting them by the blood of Jesus, but also being discerning in the spirit to remain alert. You need a watchman with character, with integrity. One who loves and fears God and cares about you. And if you are that watchman, then you need to have all of these and have a genuine care factor for all those given in your care. Just going back to that verse that we saw initially at the start. It said, if the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not let that house be broken into. In Ezekiel 3, verse 17, that was a prophetic message about the coming of Jesus as well when you look at it in one way. And Jesus confirmed it. Where God said, see, I have set a watchman over Israel. Jesus is that watchman for his disciples and for his people. And he still continues to intercede for all. But even at his death, he said, Father, of those whom thou gave me, I lost not one. And that is his objective, even today for all of us. That everyone that is given to him, he shall not lose any. Now let's look at Matthew 12, verse 29. Where it says, how can anyone enter a strong man's house and carry off his possessions? Unless he first ties up the strong man. Now on that strong man, place yourself as the watchman. In that image, in that position. How can anyone enter that watchman's house and carry off his possessions unless he first ties up the watchman? And then he can plunder his house. That's true, isn't it? Unless he ties you up, he can't do anything. Most of us, most of the time, if we are unaware and we are not alert, it is very easy for the enemy to tie us down. Your house is your soul. And your soul is your house of prayer. But if you are unsuspecting and not alert, within no time it will be turned into a den of robbers. Be a watchman, be a strong man for yourself. It must start there. 
if we are not strong in ourselves, we can't protect our family. Next, be that watchman for your family then. Perhaps small bouts of anger can distress the whole family. Why? Because we let that anger slip undetected. We've spoken and discussed that earlier as well. Be watchful for all those small little opportunities where you see yourself creating and entering into strife with your family members. Be on the watch. Pray for them and protect them. And third is be a watchman for your prayer group, for your larger community, for your workplace, for your social connections. Bless and intercede others, intercede for others. For with that prayer comes discernment with direction. And when God passes that instruction, he will tell you what comes next and what you need to be doing. We need to pray for that discernment so we can avert attacks. We are called to be alert and be sober. In 1 Peter 5 verse 8, that's what it says. For the enemy, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. To see it coming from afar when you stand on the wall and watch. And now that discernment and revelation can vary depending on our relationship with God. That's the important thing to bear in mind at all times. So as a watchman, we need to be in constant prayer, constant worship, constant connection with God, monitoring, observing, interceding, and then repairing breaches in the wall as well. We are also called to bless, to proclaim, and to secure. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that understanding of what our role as a watchman is and how do we strengthen and build our capacity to be that strong man that stands on the wall. We also ask for that discernment, Lord, so that every movement we see beyond the wall, we are able to identify it, whether it is an attack or whether it is something else. whether it is a visitor or more importantly, whether it is a messenger from you. Help us discern the difference, Lord. And to be strong watchmen standing on that fence so that every oncoming attack, we brace ourselves and we prepare to fight back. We are able to stand as protectors of our family in our community. I ask for that edification in our spirits this day, Lord. And as we pray for that spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. For all those that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures. For all families that are battling any kind of division and separation. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. This is the exact opposite and the outcome where we have failed to be watchmen and that stronghold has now taken hold, has become a habit. It's stuck within our system and we can't get it out of us. We pray against all such strongholds, Father. 
We pray for deliverance. That every such strong man that has taken hold of our house can be bound and cast out. Every chain, every yoke of the enemy be broken, especially that of busyness, prayerlessness, poverty and ignorance. And all other kinds of yokes under which your people are subject to slavery, Father. Addictions, any kind of compulsive behaviors, any kind of mental disorders as well. We declare those broken in the name of Jesus. We ask for that fresh anointing, Father, for restoration, for renewal. Let your grace be loosed over each of these lives today. That there is your light, your revelation, your wisdom that marks the beginning of knowing the difference and then submitting to God and resisting that wickedness until the enemy is tired and flees. We pray for our own personal needs and those of our families as well. Especially those members that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our prayer in faith, making it our prayer of agreement, that prayer is made in one spirit, united with your spirit as well, Lord. And your word is witness to it. That even when the disciples were in the upper house and the Holy Spirit descended upon them, they were all of one mind and one spirit. We come with one mind and we raise our intentions together through our priesthood, Father, believing that that prayer is made in the spirit under an open heaven and must come back as an answered prayer. We believe that we have received in accordance with your word in Mark eleven twenty four, And then your word says, whatever we have believed there, we shall have it. We release our faith now with that understanding, Lord. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues, in the, using the gift of tongues to pray in the spirit, to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, to release your tongue and your faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Marastafaraya Jalaratikatoya, 
Release our faith and say, Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this answered prayer. Thank you, Lord. Scripture I've been led to today is Ephesians 5, 14 to 17. Therefore it is said, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you light. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The word that stood out from that for me was making the most out of time. Because we often tend to take it easy or are not that alert and we're losing time. We don't gain back that time again. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from 2 Samuel chapter 22 verses 2 and 3 quoted from the NIV where it is written. He said, the Lord is my rock my fortress and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. He is my stronghold, my refuge and my savior from violent people. You save me. We also have another scripture shared from Proverbs. This is from Proverbs 4 verse 23. Quoted from the NIV again, where it is written, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
If you are being blessed by these reflections, please share them with your family and friends. There's also Brother Savio's reflections that he posts, spiritual reflections. He shares on our Telegram group, on our Facebook page, and on our YouTube channel. We have also started trialing out other social media channels, and we'll update you at this Friday's Bible study session. Also, a reminder about our Bible study session this Friday. This is the sixth part. And most likely the concluding part in our series on changing the seen and shaping the unseen. We will learn in depth about the unseen realm of the spirit and how to begin to look at things which are not seen with the natural eye. The five sessions so far have been powerful, eye-opening gems that have been hidden from our sight for so long but now being revealed to us. So please share these links that we post on our Telegram group on our social media pages as well. Share them with your family and friends. Invite them to come. It is that one stone turned that can bring about transformation in their family, in their life. Give it as a gift. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless Thank, you. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell.